0: The Lord be with you. In the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep. And so we begin at the beginning as they say and that's a pretty good place to start. And as Don and Evelyn have so ably demonstrated, the unfolding story of scripture opens with a rush of vivid and vibrant prehistoric poetry. This is elemental liturgy, folks. It's a hymn song to celebrate the existence of everything and everyone. All things wise and wonderful, all creatures great and small. In this season where we set out to hear once again the stories of Scripture, the prehistory stories of Genesis are some famous and superb Bible story material, and really also a very fine venue for the time-honored practice of the flannel arts. With a child's imagination, if you're lucky, for a moment, a swatch of fuzzy, felty fabric contains the entirety of creation. This is the stuff of mystery and wonders. This is the story that holds all the other stories. If it was a movie, Scripture would begin with a wide shot. The wide shot of a shapeless abyss, disordered and formless void. This incomprehensible expanse of anti-reality, anti-matter, anti-life. What is it? And there in the midst of that place, in this void, we are introduced to the spirit of creation. Hovering over the deep. I don't know about you, but I am really, really excited about the upcoming launch of a thing called the James Webb Space Telescope. If you're joining us online, Evan is showing us a a really sweet video to go with that. It's been delayed for a really long time, but it's scheduled to be launched on December 18th. And if you thought the Hubble Space Telescope brought us some amazing pictures, the James Webb promises to blow our minds. Let's make sure it gets off the ground. What's so great about the James Webb? Well, it's bigger and it's better and it hovers at a distance from the Earth and it is strategically dialed in to capture images from the very furthest reaches of our universe. We're hoping to get a glimpse of the first stars and galaxies even. Astronomers want to show us images of the universe in its infancy. It's amazing, though, how we push forward in our view of creation. Time and again, we see its unfathomable vastness, as we continu- and it continues to astonish and overwhelm us. Deep? Deep doesn't even begin to describe it. The mysteries of the universe abound. But just so we're clear, before we go too much further, I am not suggesting that we read Genesis as a scientific document. Far from it. This is a declaration of confidence in our Creator. The origin story for energy and matter and light and dark. The architect of the universe separating light from dark. The vital building blocks of reality. The astronomical bodies which form our solar system and beyond. Sister moon and brother sun called into our service. Water separated from dry land. An atmosphere that we breathe. Earth. Under our feet, a planet teeming with life in all its variations, creatures called into being, populating the earth with every sort of shape. Strangeness and beauty, tenacious and fragile. We need to call in David Attenborough to narrate this for us, I think. Or maybe we can hear the poet Gerard Manley Hopkins as he says, And marvels all things counter, original, spare, strange, whatever is fickle, freckled, who knows how. Swift, slow, sweet, sour, a dazzle, dim, he fathers forth whose beauty is past change. Together we read as elemental form and creature is called into being. And time and again, in poetic rhythm, we repeat the refrain, and God saw that it was good. Our view of the goodness of creation is at the heart of every single theological consideration. Do you have a question about existence? Or do you need an understanding of how to be a thoughtful, deliberate person? Do you want to be a person that thinks about things that matter? Do you aspire to live well? Do you hope to die well? Are there places on this planet that you celebrate and enjoy? Can you name humans or creatures or habitations that you hope to protect or care for? It's God's good world which calls to you. As Robert Capon so finely put it, why do we marry? Why do we take friends and lovers? Why do we give ourselves to music or painting or chemistry or cooking? It's out of the simple delight in the resident goodness of creation, of course. The opening words of Genesis assure us that this good world and its creator deeply loves this planet and its creatures. Considering the world that we live in, this is a grand and audacious claim. Now, I wrote a pretty long consideration of our world, and if we take the words of the theologian Karl Barth seriously, he recommends that we read our Bibles alongside our newspapers. And generally speaking, I'm on board with this. But considering where we are right now in the story of Scripture, let's be careful not to get ahead of ourselves. For today, let us abide for just a little while longer in the sustained meditation on the goodness of creation. Of course, Ryan told us already that in The year 2021 22 season of ministry here at First. We frame our services with the help of the narrative lectionary, which means 44 weeks of stories with the goal of presenting the breadth and variety of voices in Scripture. The curators of these readings have selected stories of hope and disappointment, suffering and redemption. And in each of those stories, we find our Creator working with the complexities of human beings, human life. And as it is with so many human complexities, the goodness of creation isn't exactly the first thing that springs to mind in many of these stories. These same scriptures which assure us of God's good designs for creation well, they do not flinch when they graphically tell of the heinous mess and sorrow called the human condition. And yet, through all of these stories, the goodness of creation and the investment of a loving creator is the backdrop. This is the sustained undertone. It's the conviction that the world is purposeful, meaningful, And drenched in the love of its maker. We are not alone. We have not been abandoned. We are created for good things. Holy human purposes as God's creatures. What a contrast this is. When we compare it to the growing suspicion in our culture. That we humans are but momentary specks within, in a different universe. My nerds, what movie is that from? It's Doctor Strange. It was Doctor Strange, guys. Come on, help me out. Anyways, it may be an audacious thing to proclaim such goodness in the world. When we as caretakers and inhabitants of this planet continue to make such a mess of it, it can be a difficult thing to sing the goodness of creation and the abiding love of our Creator. When so many of us are deeply troubled, heartbroken, maladjusted, and through all of it still the voice of creation calls us together and speaks to our broken hearts. The spirit of creation speaks to the void we feel in our very depths, Later on in scripture, to drive home this point, the Christian tradition even calls us new creatures. Remade people tasked with the practice of self-giving love. New creation. We ourselves remade each new day is a gift and we are free to dream and act and truly live. To love and tend to the little patch of creation where we find ourselves. To celebrate and care for the creatures we are blessed to share this planet with. Because we are made in the image of our maker, the creator. And we are inherently creative beings made for lives that give shape and flavor and variety to this world. Friends, as we dream and work and risk to live this way, this text assures us that our Creator can be trusted. This is a world worthy of our efforts, a worthwhile venue where we might be wholeheartedly invested with our hearts and our lives and our hands and our loves. Can we sit with this as a people, as a community? Can we meditate on this for a time before we tell any other stories? Before we take on the darker chapters and the hardest questions, can we make today's prayer one of merely wonder, gratitude? It's my hope that we might even make this week's spiritual practice the stuff of wonder and mystery before all else as we reflect on the Creator's story, the story that holds all the other stories. Thanks be to God.